The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. going to be happy about this. Joseph, my friend, we've been trying to do it this entire time. These two investigators are just not allowing us to do our job. Well, we weren't done doing our job. You can do your job after we're done with our job. Your, your job j- involves contaminating the scene. Our job cannot be done after your job, though. Why? Oh. <laughs> the person just kind of <laughs> goes, can you put the burn marks back on, please? Paul, can you? <laughs> so you see this magic light up from Paul, and there are fresh scorch marks on Tate's chest. Are they the same scorch marks, or are they just him making new scorch marks? He's making new ones. And the person just kind of light, lights up. It says, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please clear the room. And he kind of like leans over to his and he goes, they just incriminated themselves. Yeah, no kidding. And Paul looks at his hands and he's he's a little perplexed about how he was able to do that. Alice, I Alice would notice that. So in my mind, Alice is kind of standing not directly behind Paul, but almost. And and Alice notices off to the side there's a there's a vase, like not a big vase, but. Um, something that he could he could pretty easily pick up and smash. He sees a torch on the wall that has has gone out, and he also sees a picture frame set up on a little end table of Tate and some. It's a portrait of Tate at an award ceremony, and given the the head injury and and Alice's fear of Paul remembering anything, I think that these um, very breakable and hittable objects would all stand out to him. Just saying. Okay. I will walk over to the vase mm-hmm. and kind of peer in. Do I see anything inside it? No, it's it's purely decorative. There's no flowers or anything. I'd also, um, like, we came here because uh, Paul was looking for his friend Leslie. Yes. So I might ask Paul, like, Paul, hey... So we were looking for Leslie Gratain. Uh, she's not here. And, uh, um, yes. Uh, but <clears throat> do you think she'll be by soon-ish? Paul stands up and he he says, Oh, thank you, Alos, for, for keeping me on task. I, I became so distraught. And, and like, as I said, this man was no saint but perhaps knowing that the mourning that my friend leslie will be going through when she finds out if she doesn't already so nim alos you two please proceed with this 
ceremony that you wish to perform so we can we can go about trying to find my friend Leslie. Um, and, and so uh, obviously Percy would would have heard yeah, this. Yeah, Percy kind of peeks up and he starts thinking like really quick and he just goes, Gratain? Leslie? Y- you know what? I read about her in this book. And I threw it right over here. And he starts motioning again to where Nim is. <laughs> it's like, if you guys are looking for her, I think she's she's written down this book. Maybe she, there's some info about her. Paul says, you know, yes, I, I think she's she's tried to write some books before. Their family is, they're very helpful in the community. I think they've, I think they've written something, some sort of advice for, and, for and, people before. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to to find her in a book, friend. I I need to find her in a space. And uh, Percy goes, yes. And the book that she's mentioned in, she wrote her details as to where she is in it. Why would she do that? And uh, Percy just, just kind of shrugs and goes, "I don't know. I'm not the dead guy." <laughs> this is this is all very confusing, he says. I feel a bit of a bit of sympathy for for Mr. Greenhorn <laughs> out outside. Certainly, we need to work on our communication skills. But nevertheless, I, whatever book is over there, I'm sure. I mean, I don't remember reading, but I must have seen before. And this this lark about putting her information in a book, I, I don't know about that. My friends here have been have been asking all night. To go out drinking. <laughs> I wish to check a few... Brothers of the cloth, huh? Yeah. He says, um... You... They... There's something to be said about their... Uh... Their appreciation... Of... Hmm. Their appreciation of the spirits... <laughs> the person just goes, well, yeah. <laughs> but more than one way. My friend Leslie has she has a sweet tooth. She wouldn't be. So I I would just like to check. I would just like to go for a drive, and clear clear the air, get some air, try to clear my head. I have a lot. I have much to think about. Praise be to <laughs> Your friend, you said she likes sweet things. Where do you think she would be? You said she's a friend of Mr. Tate's? She's a friend of mine. She And she was a friend of Mr. Tate's. Mr. Tate and I, and he kind of looks down at the body. I... I, I don't wish him... I don't mean to speak ill of of the deceased, but... he He was no favorite of mine. Leslie seemed to really appreciate him quite a bit. Do you think she would know anything about his death? It's possible. I'm not sure. My my memory is, is quite hazy still. Okay, that's fair and understandable, but you said, uh, where do you think she would be right now? Any number of different uh, sweet shops, bakeries, eateries. <laughs> she, she, she has an appreciation of parts of the nightlife of of our fair city, but she is not, and he, he kind of casts a sideways look at Alos. <laughs> he, 
<laughs> she's not necessarily necessarily appreciative of all of the nightlife of the city. But do you think that she would be somebody worth us questioning about this? Oh, because you are you are claiming to be investigators, of course. <laughs> he says, um, sure. I'm not sure. I'm I'm seeking her out really to fill in some gaps in my own my own knowledge. Well, if she might be of use to us figuring out what happened to Mr. Tate, then perhaps it would be beneficial for us to work together to find her. So you can get your answers and we can get ours. Paul says, well, it would it would certainly be quicker to travel together. Um, and any sort of official vehicles that you might have, Alos paid for our cab ride here. I don't have any money on me. So if nothing else, if you were, if if you wish to escort us on, and he kind of turns back to Nim and Alos, and and he's kind of thinking about like, should he even stick around with these two guys? Um, if you would like to help me find my friend Leslie, then by all means, I would love a police escort. Uh, perception check. Okay. See how how uh, Nim's doing. Okay. Yeah, and make make another wisdom save. I got a 14. 15. Oh. Jeez. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that tingling is up to about halfway up his leg, not quite to his knee yet, but it, it's starting to it's starting to get pretty intense. I think Percy would see some some very visible discomfort on on Nim's face. You uh you mentioned uh small objects like a photo and um, a vase. What mm-hmm. was the other thing? There is a torch on the wall that, that was not currently lit. Okay. Uh, may I try and steal without others noticing the vase and the picture just like stashed in the backpack or something? Yeah, if you make a sleight of hand check. Alright. Uh, that's a 19 plus 7. So Yeah, everybody's Everybody's really focused on this sort of showdown between Nim and Percy and some of the odd stuff that Paul is saying, so you're able to to uh, take whatever you want. Because <laughs> that's going on whatever backfired eBay is later. <laughs> <laughs> Mom it. <laughs> Backfire eBay. <laughs> it's just regular eBay. eBay. <laughs> no, it's the Facebook Marketplace. I think that's that's sufficiently more evil. <laughs> yeah. So, no, what you were to lead our um, brother Paul, Joseph here will stay with us while we perform these final rites, so that we can get going. So, and uh, we can't have too many non-believers in the room. And Percy just kind of doesn't say anything, and he just goes over to Joey, and he kind of mutters, and he goes, "That guy burned the body again. You might want to check it out." And then he just kind of ambles off a little bit. Zira will go ahead and kind of just give them all looks like I don't trust a word that comes out of your mouths, but she'll kind of walk out of the door but not go too far so she can still hear what's going on in case something happens Mm -hmm. but 
charity feels like this is all taking way too long and no one's getting anywhere with anything, so it's just kind of what's happen. <laughs> Big mood. <laughs> okay. Um, so Joey hears this information that Paul just burned the body again, and he he kind of uncharacteristically for somebody of his station um, grabs Percy by the arm. And he, he looks at him and he says, um, he burned the body again. And you're letting him, you're letting him go? It does. Yeah, I can't detect it. I can't make the mapping of it here with them here. The mapping of it? The mapping of the original scorch marks. He says, yeah. Solar is going to have my badge. Zephira is going. I, I'm assuming this is happening as Zephira is passing by. She's going to look at. Um, she's going to kind of look at Joey. She's going to be like, "Look, we're not just letting him leave. We're going to go with him. So we'll be with him." Okay. So this this palpable sense of relief kind of washes over his his face. So he he gets out of the way and he allows Paul to leave. Paul just is leaving like this is completely ordinary. <laughs> like this is um, just a thing that happens um, in everyday life. And then Percy and Zephira follow him out. So now uh, Nim and Alos and Joey Greenhorn are in the room by themselves. Joseph, if you can close your eyes and put out your head as we say a prayer for our fallen Mr. Tate. He does so. He's a little uncomfortable about this. Well, he's not looking. <laughs> <laughs> Nim's going to grab the book. Okay. Uh, what are you going to do with the book? Just pick it up? Yes. Okay, so first I need you to make a, a dex check because your leg is is numb. I got you. Alright, dex. Uh, 18. Alright, you are able to find like a, a wall to lean against and kind of like kick your leg a little bit to try to get the blood going again. So you're, you're holding the book. Are you going to... Are you just holding it? Are you so look? once I grab it, because mm-hmm. I, I still feel the pain. Yeah. My brother's so I feel the spirit rising up inside me. <laughs> I throw my hands up into the air, and I'm looking at Elos, trying to motion to him to open his bag. <laughs> I I will play along. Here we go. I'll try to toss this bag. Make one more wisdom save before you do. All right. Woo-hoo-hoo. 17 plus 2, 19. <sighs> Man. I don't ever roll like this. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you you have the book, are you gonna try to throw it into the bag? Yeah, I mean if I'm I'm doing okay, I might as well just put it in the bag. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna put it in his put in his bag. Okay. And then please oh great. I start going through my medallions trying to find out which god I'm gonna pray to right now. Take which is a human, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. He was a human or a half-elf? I can't remember what we said he was at the beginning. I'm pretty sure it was human. Yeah. I guess we'll just pray to, uh... There's always good. Helm. Oh, great Helm. Please take the soul of this man, Desmond Tate, into your arms. And take him into your glory. Praise be. <laughs> Praise be. Hey, let's go. Okay, so you guys you guys leave 
Uh, Joey is quick to shut and lock the door behind you um, and resume his his post uh, in front of the Tate residence. Um, so you are now all out on the street. Um, and when you get outside, um, you see Paul questioning Percy and Zafira about the location of their official uh, police vehicle. And so Paul seems to be really upset. He he's he's annoyed because uh, I mean there's no cabs around right now, um, and he was expecting a, a ride <laughs> to find Leslie, and there's no ride here. Um, and so part of him is is mad at like being inconvenienced, and part of him is mad because he feels that maybe some um, unsavory characters have stolen the cart or the carriage. So what would Percy and Zafira say? Uh, Percy goes, yeah, there were some carriage thieves earlier that I had to drive away. I don't know if they were still around. Hmm. He, he says, you, (laughs) you drove them away, but you didn't drive them away in the carriage. Do you mean this more figuratively? What, what did you do to, to make them leave? Maybe they came back. Yeah, I'm sure that the words probably wore off by then. <laughs> and so he, without any kind of sense of direction, um, but with a, an inflated sense of purpose, um, just starts marching down the street. Like he's he is in search of either a carriage or carriage thieves, <laughs> or <laughs> should things be like very, like should the fates be on his side? Maybe Leslie will appear <laughs> before him. But he's, he's a man on a mission. Zephira's going to just kind of look at Percy and kind of mutter to him under her breath, like, can I please just witch bolt this motherfucker right now, please? <laughs> <laughs> just a little lightning damage. <laughs> and, and Percy goes, uh, I mean, you might want to ask his friends first. I don't really know him. I don't really care. <laughs> it's rhetorical. Are we, are we out yet? Yeah. Nalos? Yeah. Yep. Well, Nim have heard that. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> let's let's play some D and D. Nim would be like, "Go ahead, see what happens." It was rhetorical. I'm not actually gonna do it. <laughs> Maybe hey, you should pray to your god to learn some sarcasm. <laughs> Percy just kind of looks back and forth. It's like, it's like, wait, wait, I think, with besides the guy who sits on dead bodies, I think we might all be looking for the same thing. So let's let him walk off to wherever he thinks he'll find a carriage. And pool pool our resources in order to figure out what we're all here for. So you want us brothers of the cloth to work with the police? Didn't I already call you on that bullshit, like, not even 20 minutes ago? (laughs) Uh, clearly. Nim's a (laughs) drummer. And he's never lets down the character. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) 
Alright, so let's get out of the middle what of I the rest, street. Would I just like, dress like a priest if I weren't a priest? <laughs> I know a lot of yes. people who would do that. Um, but is going to look at everyone and be like, let's just get out of the street away from the building with the cop in it. And go talk, all of us. Wait, what just happened? <laughs> what did you just say? Away from the building, let's just all the the building part, with the with the what? With the other cop in it. No, there was no other. <laughs> Look, can we just go talk? I think we've already established that everybody here is doing something they're not supposed to. Let's just go. Praise me. Every person goes, no, my paper's legit now. <laughs> <laughs> Pyrrhus is going to shoot you a look like and not say anything, which is just a little shoot you a look that just screams, I was there when you forged it. (laughs) I'm assuming it's kind of late at night by now. Yeah. Pyrrhus is tired. She's frustrated. She's annoyed. (laughs) She doesn't care. Come on, can we just, like, go somewhere so we can talk? And Pyrrhus just says, sure, and and then, uh, let's not go where the other guy's going. Well, hopefully he's not gonna go where I'm gonna go, and, uh, <laughs> Zephyr is going to start leading them to her bakery. Okay. Alright, Percy follows. Uh, Alos will follow. <laughs> Maybe just standing there. <laughs> he's looking at them, he's looking at Paul. Like, he has more of an idea of what Paul is. Yeah. And he's like, I can't let him walk off by himself. <laughs> this is untapped resources here. The greatest grift walking away. Zephyr is going to look back at Nim and just be like, look, we're going to go to a bakery. Tell him we're going to a bakery and he might find his friend there. A bakery? It's a place we can talk. I know it's safe. Don't judge me, but let's just Is it go. a good bakery? <laughs> Is it a good bakery? I like to think so. Because I've been working on this concept <laughs> underneath. It's called Death by Cupcake. Where did you, you know get what? that idea? Maybe we should go. Excuse me? Where'd you get that idea? I have some investors. Uh, they gave me the idea. <laughs> Do I believe him? Insight check. 14. Uh, deception from from Nim. Wants this be my like first bad roll? No, seventeen. What? Thirteen plus four. I have high deception. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as Zephyr knows, this is all. This is all good. Remind me to have a talk with your investors. Let's go. Go get him. Let's go. How far is he? Uh, he's made it a couple of blocks by now. God. I mean, you guys are out there bickering, and <laughs> he is a man on a mission. Master Nim, do you need assistance? <laughs> yes, brother Elos. Uh, we 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 need to get Paul back over here. Okay. So I guess we walk after, run after uh, Paul. Well, he's a few blocks away. I was just gonna go, like face up to him, but he's a little too far for me. Or he could just like scream, "Yo, Paul!" <laughs> Yo, Paul! I don't. I, don't <laughs> I think he has too much subtle vision to actually answer. <laughs> um, hey, so while they're uh, while they're going for Paul, um, mm-hmm. Percy just kind of 
uh, heads over to Mrs. Fair and says, so, they, like, there was a book in there. Uh, just out of character, that title of the book was Slow Thinking, Fast Learning, right? Yep. Okay. Fast so, acting. Per- fast acting. Fast acting. Fast acting, yeah. My notes right there. Yeah, hey, notes. Um, so, he goes, there's a book in there. Uh, slow thinking, fast acting. And uh, I threw it when they came in because there was something wrong. I think they wanted that book. Uh, I don't know if they're in on this or if they just take stuff. I don't know. It's been a weird night, but keep that in mind just in case we have an opening to talk about it. Oh, it's in mind. I don't know there. I don't know about those two, but there's definitely something with that Paul guy. You saw yeah. Burns. Yeah, and who sits on dead bodies like that? Who takes marks away because they don't want to see this person like that, but then turns around and says that they never cared for them anyway. And he got hit in the head. And then he put those burns back. Just keep your guard up. I don't trust this. So while uh, Percy and Zafira have this conference, um, and <laughs> <laughs> and Alos and Nim, is Alos with Nim or is it just Nim going by himself? Like who's going to get Paul? Um, He's on Paul's think, sitting duty. I think both of us were going after Paul. Okay. Um, Paul has stopped a few blocks down, and he is he is having a sort of like I know you are but what am I kind of arguments with um three kids um <laughs> the one in the 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 ringleader is this is this big kid he's a husky boy um who is who's calling he's like he's making fun of Paul for being old <sighs> I think whatever the backfire equivalent of like up dog <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to bust him on that um and he's got these two little minions with him who are like kind of like cheering him on and and paul is he's trying to get directions but he's also accusing them of stealing a cart (laughs) (laughs) and he he really wants to know like if these boys have seen anybody who's up to no good tonight and they're like well we've seen you and he says but i'm not up to any good i'm not up to i'm not and then he gets like flustered like i am right now and then they kind of make fun of him some more and have you seen anybody that has has stolen a car tonight? And then they they say, "Have you seen anybody that's stolen a car tonight?" And he says, "No, that's what I just said to you." And then the boy says, "No, that's what I just said to you." And so that's the scene that Alos and Nim arrive on. So Nim's like jogging. Doesn't really run. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't go over well. No. So he's catching up and he sees the three guys. He's like, because he's not within earshot anymore of yeah. Percy. He's he's out of character now. Uh huh. Like, hey, how are you guys doing? The kid's like, shut up. Then goes back. No, you shut up. <laughs> the kid's just like, ugh. And grabs a dart of his bag, throws it at one of the kids. 
<laughs> All right, uh, make uh, an attack roll. I'll give you a surprise attack. What's that? A surprise attack? Yeah, I mean a surprise round. So you get, you get the attack. I mean, you still have to make the attack roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen. This has to make up for all those bad months on Beyond. Yeah, right. Um, D4, 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 D4. Alright, you go here. That's, that's a 1, so <laughs> 5 damage. Alright, um, we pull up the stats for these two. Alright, so roll initiative. What did you get me into? <laughs> same, same thing I got you into. Oh, wait, no, you got me in trouble last time. No, they're too far away for me and Percy to see them. Uh, you'd see it, um, and I want you guys to roll into the initiative, but you're going to miss the first probably two rounds and, okay. and use your you movement two, to catch up. I rolled. <laughs> There we go. There we go. It's over. 13. Uh, 15. I rolled a 16. Alright, so Alos, and then... Can you guys run me through it again? I know Alos is first and Nim is last. I rolled a 13. I rolled a 15. Okay, so Alos, Nim, Zephyra, and... Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilzag. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast, um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably um, way better than anything that I could do, is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it Play for Progress. And the idea is to use D&D and eventually, hopefully, probably other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues or who feel alienated or isolated in some, in some way. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really, really hard by the opioid crisis. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly, and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people. So we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering, um, and suffering mightily. So what we're doing, and the point of this message now is to just let you know that we are raising money to make Play for Progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, if you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash playforprogress with hyphens between the words, so play hyphen for hyphen progress. Um, and anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable. Thank you.